106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Starbucks is re- is closing 16 of its stores in response to spiking crime, including assault and drug use and theft in their stores. The 16 stores that will close by the end of this month, five in Seattle, one in Everett, Washington, six in Los Angeles, and two in Portland. Mm. Also, locations in Philadelphia and Washington, D.C. Now, I'm trying to think, what do all of those cities have in common? Uh, uh, all in the U.S. Uh, yeah, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, all in the yes. U.S. That's a good People, one. Yeah. Buildings. Yeah. Huh. Do you yeah. think any of them are progressive? Nah, we no, shouldn't even look at that. I'm sure not. This couldn't happen to a finer company. Yeah. Congratulations. So we really want to 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 base our treatment and uh, and to uh, affirm and to uh, support and empower these youth, not to limit their participation in activities and sports, and even uh, uh, limit their ability to get gender affirmation treatment in their state. Yeah, you heard that right. They want kids to be able to transition. They want to affirm blindly the gender confusion that kids are now experiencing because of the indoctrination that they're getting. That means puberty blockers, hormone replacement therapy, and eventually sex reassignment surgery, which is sterilizing your child. And on top of that, let's put them on whatever sports team they want to be on because who cares about women, right? Let's just ignore the studies that say this is not the right treatment. Let's just ignore the people who detransition and say that this is not the right route. Let's just ignore the suicide rates among this particular demographic. Let's just ignore science. They don't care about your kids, they don't care about women, and they don't care for your opinion on the matter. The only thing that they care about is their own ideology. I don't understand for the life of me, I don't understand for the life of me, why we are telling women that their best and greatest superpower, creating another human from their own body, is less important than working as an associate law clerk. Working 2,100 billable hours, checking footnotes, is somehow more important than raising the next generation of human beings that you made with your own body and then bringing them up. Now, some people may choose that. Fine, again, for the 1,000th time. That's fine, do what you want, it's a free country. But if you're going to indoctrinate women to believe that happiness comes from working as an accountant, but not from spending more time with your children. There's not a single person who on their deathbed said, I wish I had done one more doc review. People who say they are anti-racist yet voted for Joe Biden, watch this. I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American who is articulate and bright and and, and clean and nice-looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a storybook, man. He called Obama the first clean and articulate mainstream black man. You anti-racists are okay with this? What the welfare system and other kinds of governmental programs are doing is paying people to fail. Insofar as they fail, they receive the money. Insofar as they succeed, even to a moderate extent, the money is taken away. This is even extended into the school systems, where they will give money to schools with low scores. Uh, insofar as the school improves its education, the money is taken away, so that you are subsidizing people to fail in their own private lives and become more dependent upon the handouts. Yeah. 
Good evening, and welcome to No Hostages Radio. This is Lou Benninger, your host, and this is episode 173, and it will appear on July 23, 2022. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you're new to us, welcome. Uh, we're here once a week. Comes up new on Saturday, every every Saturday. So not sure whether you got to us through our website or uh, how. So let me just say that you can usually get us at your local uh, or your favorite podcast source. Or if you want to go to our website at nohostagesradio.com, you can get us there. So uh, let me just give you a couple administrative points here. Uh, you can reach me uh, by phone or you can use text at 530-713-1838, 530-713-1838. I am on the left coast, but I do respond to all your communications. Uh, also, you can reach me by email if you want to, if that's easier for you to send over something or send over an address for an article or a clip on YouTube or somewhere, BitChute or any of the platforms. Uh, my email is Lou, L-O-U, at, and that's the name of our website, nohostagesradio.com, nohostagesradio.com, and just put Lou at, uh, the at sign in front of it, okay? So we also are doing a live show on Saturday. Some of you that listen from far away may not be interested in that. Uh, we come, we cover some of the similar material, but also some different um, different items as well. But I'll just mention it to you if you're interested. It's uh, called Live with Lou. It's on KMYC 1410 AM. But if you're far away from us, like down Southern California, or Mid-California, or another state, you can go to Live 365 the number 365.com, live365.com. Click on radio, put in the call letters, KM, like in Marysville, YC, like in Yuba City, KMYC. And it should come up live stream, and you can listen to it on any of your devices. Uh, sometimes there's a glitch, and we have to reboot it. But otherwise, that's a way you can listen to the live show. And it's a three-hour show, 10 to 1. On Saturday's left coast time this this here today will um, be somewhere between two and three hours by the time we add the clips so what we're going to do here is six uh, 20 minute segments of talk and then uh, some clips in between sometimes five to eight minutes of clips so that's what you're uh, looking at if you're looking at length of time or how long you're going to be with this uh, podcast uh, okay so I want to mention uh, start off here by mentioning an organization or a uh, a group of people called Freedom Coalition Network. Freedom Coalition Network. It was founded during the beginning of COVID because uh, we needed a way to communicate with people and to equip people, and people were getting a little fearful. So uh, we launched this Freedom Coalition Network to try to communicate on a website what's going on. So if we wanted to tell people something or we're going to have a meeting or um, express what the laws were regarding masks or home quarantine or a, a myriad of other items. Uh, so we started putting um, video clips on there as well. So um, it actually evolved out of a, a, a meeting called the Free and the Brave, 
uh, conference at Church of Glad Tidings in Sutter County or Yuba City, California. And that was right in the midst of where churches could not meet any longer, but but Church of Glad Tidings met anyway, and they put together this Freedom Free and Brave conference. And out of that, the many of the people <clears throat> that attended that conference did not. You know, they were from Northern California, Nevada, uh, the state of Nevada, all over, and many did not want to uh, lose contact with the folks they met at this event. And so uh, Freedom Coalition has kept them together in a way to communicate. But what's happened is uh, Freedom Coalition has been having monthly meetings uh, up until recently, to and, and people from other counties were coming, uh, and they formed also Freedom Coalition chapters, and they also probably have some websites. The point is that there be, began to be a grassroots movement to mainly communicate and inform people about what was going on with COVID and schools and shutdowns and business shutting down and, and uh, legal issues and voting issues and all kinds of important topics. So I wanted to mention this because uh, you may want to get involved. I had someone today, uh, a good friend of mine, a retired firefighter, retired military vet, that said he's very concerned, uh, wanted to get together, said he, was, he wanted me to listen to something, and he's very concerned, and and just wanted to figure out something that he could do. And I think there's a lot of people like that. I don't think all people are like that. But that's uh, synonymous with his character, is he wants to make a difference. That's why he became a firefighter and retired as a firefighter. So, but I think many people are trying to figure out what to do, what to do about their schools, you know, about schooling, homeschooling, uh, private schooling, all that kind of stuff. There's many, many issues right now that are up in the air, health issues, uh, people getting fired. One of the guys at uh, where I attend church, Church of Glad Tidings, he was fired from his 14-year career as a firefighter in San Francisco at the fire department because he wouldn't take the jab. So there's all kinds of people, uh, just because you know somebody or you think, oh, everybody's suffering just alike, they really aren't. Some people aren't suffering that much at all. It didn't cost them. In fact, they might have made money on this COVID thing. Certainly the government employees did. But um, so people are asking what to do. And one place is to look at the website at freedomco.net, freedomco.net. And uh, you can catch up with what's going on, and you could also contact some of the folks that are listed there for more information. So there's some local Freedom Co. meetings, and those are uh, pretty robust meetings, the monthly meetings and the, the weekly meetings back when no one was supposed to be meeting. And so people were coming out to kind of flex their muscles and flap their wings, as they say, and get it, get, find out what's going on. Now, since things are, quote, unquote, I'm putting air quotes around this, getting back to normal, like you can go do things and et cetera, et cetera, people aren't as attending as much, although there's a lot going on in spite of just attending meetings. As you know, just going to a meeting does not really accomplish anything other than informing you so you can make an informed decision about what you want to do with your life. So uh, I'm just pitching this because I don't I, mean, I don't mention it probably often enough, but freedomco.net uh, could be uh, a 
keeping you in the loop. Now, there's lots and lots of other platforms on all. Uh, there's uh, sites on platforms like BitChute, Rumble, Gab, uh, YouTube, uh, the Internet, where you can find wonderful, wonderful uh, information that's that's honest, that's accurate, that's brilliant, uh, as opposed to listening to the, the mainstream media. My uh, re- uh, recommendation to you is to turn off mainstream media. It's designed to deceive you and propagand- propagandize you and uh, lead you down um, a trail of despair. And so the best thing you could do is go find out the truth elsewhere because you're not finding it at any mainstream media, including Fox News or, you know, some of these other what we used to call alternative stations. So, uh, OK, what's, that's what I wanted to say about that freedomcode.net. There's also uh, a group that's been forming and I don't have it. I'll have to do it afterwards. I, I got my cell phone on a charger here. And it's a, if you're a local person in Yuba, Sutter counties, there's a Sutter Yuba Republican women's group that's really kind of reforming and looking at how they've been operating in the past under different times. And really, we're at the end times right now. And COVID, uh, if you think, oh, well, you know, some of you thought, oh, we're going to be over this COVID in a month or so. Why do you keep talking about it three years into this? The COVID is just a, a front uh, to take over the whole world. And they're just using that uh, as a scheme to declare emergencies. Then they don't have to follow the Constitution, according to people like Gavin Newsom. That's not the law. That's not the truth. But we, these people are liars that are in, in charge of our lives in one sense, where they run these nations. They run, um, and I'm talking about nations around the world. They run these counties. They run these states and cities. Uh, they're liars for the most part, and you can't believe anything they say. So I wanted to give you some some uh, places to connect. Sutter U- Yuba uh, Republican women are actually meeting on this night of the month, and they meet on the same day or night of the month. I don't know what they're going to do next month. Uh, when I say th- this night, it's the 21st of July. So whatever Thursday that is of the month, they meet. But I don't have, I don't know what they're doing next month. So, but I'll give you that information. That would be a good organization if you're a Yuba Sutter resident is to join that. Whether you're a male or female, it's a women's organization. And we're looking for younger and younger women uh, to take over and pick up the baton of ladies that have spent 10, 20, 30 years of their life uh promoting and encouraging people to get behind conservative values. Uh, if you, if you wonder how we got to where we are, it's because we all haven't done enough to preserve, uh, the country that we once knew. So that could be different for all of you. If you're in your thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, uh, depending on how long you've lived here, you've seen it, uh, a lot different back in the day, right? So, The question is, is what you're going to do to uh, prevent it from getting worse and hopefully make it get better. Uh, Okay, so I want to mention a a couple people. I mentioned a fire 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 fired firefighter. Uh, He was dismissed because he wouldn't take the uh, the jab. He lives in the Yuba Sutter area and commuted to San Francisco for 14 years. And so. Uh, he and his wife have been trying to sort out what they're going to do to make a living. 
um, since they wondered, maybe they'll just say, oh, forget about it, I'll come back to work. They're not. Uh, the policemen, policemen and women and fire men and women of San Francisco, if they didn't comply, they lost their jobs, and many did. Many went by the wayside. So my friend, Ira Burroughs, uh, started, uh, he and his wife, uh, Gina, have started YSJunkAngel.com, YSJunkAngel, and that is, uh, they'll come in and clean up a mess, and they'll haul off all the stuff. You you see it, it you're shocked, you see your rental, or you got a mess on a piece of property you just bought, or something, something, something. There's all kinds of scenarios, but the, pro, the, the key is, is you don't want to clean it up yourself, and you'd rather have somebody just come in and take it down and get all the junk out and get ready to put it back together. So if you want to use Ira and Gina... They're at ysjunkangel.com. You could look at their website, or you could just call them up at 530-329-3113. They're wonderful people. Uh, Ira came over and helped me do some work on my house, uh, lay some concrete with some friends of mine, and, and he's been doing odd jobs to, you can imagine losing your career. You think, oh, I'm going to be a firefighter. I'm going to be a law enforcement. I'm going to finish a career. I like this career, right? It's a big commitment, and it's you're highly trained. And then all of a sudden, the, the government says, you either take this experimental vaccine or jab, uh, or you can't work here anymore. It has nothing to do with sickness. It has to do with compliance. And that's what COVID is. Remember, COVID, C stands for compliance. That's what this is all about. I also want to uh, direct your attention to the local folks here. Is a, a, a Facebook site, Everything Yuba County. You might dip in there to find out what's going on around Yuba County. They post a lot of uh, information on the supervisors' meetings, on things that are coming up, articles. Uh, Yuba County, um, uh, excuse me, Yuba Community College. Uh, their topics that they're dealing with and and trying to give you a heads up on things that are going to work against you and cost you a lot of money. Bad ideas. So, um, okay, check that out. Also, uh, Live with Lou, we're posting uh, the podcast over there again and putting my articles over there again, so that's kind of picking up speed. I also want to mention uh, I got a, a, a text with the photo of uh, Israel Garcia and a client of his, or one of our listeners, that uh, heard about his uh, excavator and backhoe service. She, he lives up in, in the Loma Rica, uh, Loma Rica area, which if you're new to California, that's uh, the lower uh, foothills, we call them, of the Sierra Nevada mountain range. And so another uh, listener lady uh, heard about it and called uh, Israel up, and, and they're going to be doing some work. She lives off the grid up there on the Yuba River. And he's going to be doing some excavator or backhoe work for her. And I was excited because they're both friends of mine. And uh, so if you haven't heard about it, it's Little Billy's Excavator and Backhoe Service. Uh, he'll work all over Northern California. He is a Marine, a Marine veteran, and served in conflicts uh, overseas. And uh, But he's back here as a patriot. And you can reach him at 530 300 6010. You could text that number as well. 530-300-6010. Izzy Garcia is his name, and he calls his business Little Billy's Excavator and Backhoe Service. So if you want to support military veterans starting out in, in their careers, uh, he's done a number of things. Uh, he hasn't just done that, but uh, I don't want to spend too much time on one spot here, but he's uh, a veteran 
a military veteran and a veteran at uh, running excavators and backhoes. So give him, give him a shout out. So I'm going to move on here um, and we'll pick up some of these other people that make this, uh, this podcast and also my radio show go forward. I went, I, I may have mentioned this here. Sometimes I mention it at one spot and not another, but <clears throat> there's a lot of confusion. I think about executive orders and, uh, <clears throat> Usually if, you know, if a business like where, where I've worked and they, they, they tell all the staff, this is my order, this is my mandate, this is the way we're going to do this, that applies to them. It doesn't apply to the whole community in which they exist. It's a, it's a, a business management. It's like a staff decision, right? So executive orders are, are really directing the staff of the government, and they're not directing you and me. So Biden's executive order regarding abortion was nothing but political theater, according to constitutional attorney Chris Ann Hall. Oh, by the way, I just note, notice we're coming up, I think, next month. I, in fact, I'll look this up and tell you about it. There's going to be a constitution class at Church of Glad Tidings, and I believe it's Chris Ann Hall uh, will be coming in uh, on some sort of a feed or a recording, and then we'll do a class, uh, Institute, Institute on the Constitution, I think it is. So I'll look that up and get back to you this before the night's over here. But anyway, she talks about Biden's executive order recently on abortion after Roe versus Wade, and she said, number one, it's nothing but political theater. Number two, executive orders are not, capital N-O-T, binding upon states or individuals. Remember what I said? It's, it's about his staff. Number three, executive orders are only binding upon executive agencies and industries that take federal money. So you think, oh, I don't take federal money, and I don't agree with that executive order, so I'm just going to ignore it. Totally right. Totally constitutional. Number four, if you, if you don't want your business to be controlled by executive orders, don't take any federal money. I just got a, a, a letter a mass letter from Hillsdale College, and I think they've been around for like 180 years, Hillsdale College, back in Michigan. It's a constitutional-based college, a liberal arts college. Uh, you can actually take free co- free courses, F-R-E-E courses on the Constitution and all kinds of cool topics uh, at, uh, online. And uh, anyway, I got a note from them, and they said, because we don't take a nickel even indirect money from the federal government, uh, we operate totally independent of the federal government. So like this says, Chris Ann says, if you don't want your business to be controlled by executive orders, don't take federal money. Number five, Biden's executive order regarding abortion does not override or even change state law. Number six, Biden's executive order is uh, regarding abortion does not override constitutionally sound Supreme Court opinions. In other words, you're just shooting his mouth off. Everybody's got a chance to do that. Number seven, Biden's executive order regarding abortion isn't even written to legalize abortion. Number eight, Biden's executive order regarding abortion written uh, to encourage hospitals to use FDA approved drugs and directed the DOJ to defend women crossing borders to get an abortion. No state is even pursuing prosecutions for leaving the state for an abortion. In other words, it's nonsense. So you'll see where Fauci, the Nazi, he directed all hospitals with an executive order to give remdesivir to COVID patients and put them on the vent. 
they took they had to do that or they did that because they take federal money we're going to be right back and do the second 20 minute segment second of six in just a minute There are certain characteristics that you look for in children before molesting them. In children, yes, but more I also looked at their families. If I thought the father was a threat, I would not approach the child. If I thought that the child had friends that he would tell, I would not approach him. So perhaps a, a, a child that doesn't really have a whole lot of friends, maybe not really a strong family, things like that. Yes, no spiritual values, um, weak in education, you know, needs help in many ways. Um, even from uh, split parenting, you know, has a mother who may be having problems with the family, you know, well, here comes superhero in to help out, you know, wow, well, thank you very much. No problem. You ever need me to take them away for the night so you can have a night out? No problem. It works. Who wrote the agreement on agriculture that's destroyed all the uh, the self-reliance and food sovereignty of people? You know, everyone's talking about the Ukraine war and Russia. But the reason for African countries are hungry is because their ability to produce their food was destroyed by the right to dump by Cargill. Cargill wrote the agreement on agriculture. And then the junk food industry, the Pepsis and Cokes and Nestle's, wrote the sanitary and phytosanitary agreement and created the codex alimentarius to shut down healthy food and push the food that gave us illnesses, 75% chronic diseases. This is not a conspiracy. There is evidence that the corporations wrote the rules. Then it created the billionaires. Now the billionaires rule the world. And I call them the 1%, not because they're 1%, they're just a handful. And when you ask me, you know, what's the optimism? For me, the optimism is a pathetic group of ignorant, selfish men are not more powerful than all the people who've occupied the palace of the president in Sri Lanka. The farmers who've occupied the streets of Netherlands. People have power. We've been made to think we are inert. We've been made to think nature is inert. And all it is is a colonization of our mind. The minute we become free and say, we are part of nature, we are creative, and we are powerful. Powerful in a different way. Powerful in the way of Shakti. Powerful in the way of, of non-violent resistance, of absolutely refusing to be colonized. What we are seeing in Sri Lanka is system failure, and that is nothing to celebrate. There is no victory in system failure. In fact, it is what these tyrants are counting on. It's part of the plan, and it's been their business model for decades. As simple as the mafia movies on TV, the World Bank and the IMF strong-arm world leaders into accepting loans that are designed to bankrupt the nation. While the CIA acts as management, secretly administering to the overthrow of national sovereignty and the looting of the nation's wealth. This international mafia organization has been doing it like this for years because it always works. 
They know that once the people become a hungry, angry mob, they can be controlled like animals. And this reactive behavior is exactly what these globalist crooks are counting on. It's why they are destroying the world's economies and creating a food crisis. So the answer is to become proactive. And that is exactly what the Dutch are now showing us, how the people of the world can achieve victory against the tyrants of the new world order. The prolific farmers of the Netherlands are the second biggest food exporters in the world. And they know that the World Economic Forum is planning on buying up their land and cutting off the food supply for billions of people. And they also know that the people united are an unstoppable force. And so they united against tyranny and peacefully, with unstoppable strength, shut down the system. The shelves in many stores are now empty, but it's on their terms. And the people now have the upper hand, as it should be, and could be everywhere if we want it. The New World Order's plan is for all nations to collapse, which tells us that we must not wait until system failure. We must act now. Many people all over the world are now starting to rise up together with the Dutch farmers. Rising up, not as a reactive, hungry, angry mob, but as a righteous people, united in a love for humanity. Society is made up of we the people, and we must now peacefully take control of it. This is the path to victory, and time is quickly running out. The lockdowns are coming back. Uh, the pandemic isn't over. As we've said, the pandemic is not over. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. China has announced five more years of lockdowns. And if you're awake by now, then you know they're coming back everywhere with quarantine camps and forced business closures, all designed to mentally break us and collapse society. If we were to believe that we are powerless and weak or domesticated pets, then yes, the only path would be to wait until the food runs out and then join the angry mob. But if we were to believe that we were righteous and powerful, then we would just fix it. So what's the plan, fellow humans? Do we wait for the inevitable collapse and lose everything? Celebrating system failure? Or do we learn from the Dutch and take control of everything and fix the system so that it serves we the people? Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Here we go, number two. Uh, we're just finishing up on the concept of, a, of an executive order. Uh, <clears throat> so she, she finishes up, says, no state. She, finally, she says, lastly, please know facts. She, I love Chris Ann for this. Please know the facts and don't get caught up in all the manufactured hype and crises. Uh, and then she puts her website here. Let me give it to you. Liberty first.com libertyfirst.com 
com. Okay? So, again, I'm going to come on uh, later, and as soon as we take another break, I'll look at my phone, and I got a, uh, a notice from one of the Freedom Co. people, freedomco.net, Freedom Coalition Network, uh, telling me about, or telling me and many others, about the uh, Constitution class, which we've been trying to put together forever, and we've tried to figure out the best format where it didn't overwhelm people, but just get people a taste test and get, you know, many people have read the Constitution, but really get into what Chris Ann Hall is beautiful about is she gets into the, what, how did we end up with these constitutional mandates, these Bill of Rights, these bills, these, it, it just, she gets into the whole history of the philosophy, the philosophies that led up to standing on these values that have guided this nation from the beginning. <clears throat> uh, so one guy wrote here, this is a couple of memes. Uh, in fact, this is Russell Brand. And you might think of Russell Brand as kind of a new ager. Doesn't matter what he, what you think of him. Truth is truth when people speak it, no matter whether they're a Buddhist. In other words, everything the Buddhist says is not untrue, right? Or whatever people are, sometimes they just land right on the truth. And he says, Russell Brand said, it's a scam. The objective is not to get the farmers to behave in an organic, responsible, ecologically op opposite manner. Far from it. <clears throat> it's in order to bankrupt the farmers so that their land can be grabbed by government authorities. Now, Russell Brand has, has changed his tune on some things during COVID because I think he's a truth seeker. And he saw some baloney, like many of the rest of us. And so he can, like, the push on farmers for a long time has been, hey, why don't you all farm organic? Why don't you farm responsibly, ecologically, etc.? The fact is that the vast majority, just like the vast majority of every profession, is doing a pretty darn good job. And they're producing more with less, less fertilizer less toxicity, less chemicals, and less water than anybody in the, in the world, and uh, certainly uh, more better doing better with more and creating more than their forefathers. So uh, this thing, this uh, shellacking in the propaganda that the farmers take is unjust, and it's going to come back to bite the, the people in the United States of America in a big old way. So just like you tell veterans, uh, you're thankful for them. If you see a farmer, you better reach out, shake his hand and or her hand and say, you know something, thankful for you out there toiling in this dirt every day in this heat. By the way, I think it was 105 or 6 today up here. So, um, so what's going on here is a land grab, and they're going to try to break the back of the farmers. How do you do that? You cause them not to be able to make a profit. You take away their fertilizer. You take away their water. You take away their ability to farm through regulations on dust and various types of pollution. You make, you make it uh, highly regulated to farm food, to grow food. And pretty soon it just nobody can make any money at it. And then they just give their, they give their property to the government or sell it to somebody like Bill Gates who then doesn't farm it because he doesn't want people to be on the earth. He wants to eliminate, and he said it. Listen, people, pay attention. He has said it 
many, many times, including a YouTube clip that I just saw again for the umpteenth time uh, the other day. Now, there's a concept when I played sports. I, I'm not any great athlete or anything. I'm not trying to strut my stuff. I'm just trying to make a point. There was a term that we used to use in don't telegraph your pass in basketball or don't telegraph your pass in football or telegraph the way you're going to go. In other words, telegraphing was a term used back in the day of if you look the same way you're going to pass, you're telling people, I'm going to pass to that guy over there on the left. You always want to look somewhere else to make the pass, and you'll see that in the NBA now. And you'll see that in great quarterbacks in football. The the people that are manipulating everything that's going on from the, the slowdown in shipping to we can't get pallets for food to we you're shutting down the trucks, you're forbidding farmers to have water and on. You can't draw oil out of the ground, but you, and then they sell the oil that we do have pulled out of the ground to foreign countries. This is all about shutting down uh, our, our economy and shutting down your life. They are telegraphing. You remember what I said about telegraphing? They are not faking you out. They are telegraph. They're telling you literally point by point what they're going to do and why they're going to do it. And many of you simply look at the person pointing a gun at you and you just don't believe he's going to shoot you. The fact is he's definitely going to shoot you. And you have to get serious about this uh, because, oh, you think it's, it, they're going to eliminate 7 billion of 7.6 or 8 billion. And you think, oh, it wouldn't be me. Or any of my people. Yes, it would be you. It's very possibly going to be you. So uh, this is some of the damages Steve Hilton posted this. You'll see him on the news quite a bit. It says California had the worst and the longest school closures. Think about that, people. 50% of students don't meet state English standards. Only 40% are proficient in math. We're the 50th out of all 50 states in liter literacy. We're the lowest in literacy. I just saw something the other day that said worldwide, 10-year-olds cannot read. Most 10-year-olds can't even read because of COVID. M many people say because they covered the faces of children, it eliminated children's ability at their age their, for their brain to work and to learn expressions and verbalizations. So they couldn't see other kids talking, so all they could hear was sounds. And many times, if you, you you ever been in a place where you can't hear very well, but if you see the person's lips, you can usually pick up, even with if it's too loud in there, you can if you can see their lips, you can tell what they're saying. Many deaf people can read lips. When you shut up the face, facial expressions, which is a huge part of our communication, bigger than our voice when you shut the expressions up the smile the frown the whatever and the and the the movement of the mouth you are breaking the ability to communicate among people it's one thing when if you're an adult and you got 40 years of the other way or 50 60 years of the other way of not having your face covered children do not do well at that they need to see the 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 this teacher's face, lips, moving, expressions, the whole thing. And they need to see their 
and so what's done it's we've we've done mental health damage according to professionals so uh this this uh steve hilton says gavin newsom flew to washington to get to to, uh, receive an award for transformative improvements to education how do you actually with good conscience, go back to receive award when you, your your education is fifty out of fifty. Unless this is to introduce CRT, multiple genders, and uh, transsexual education, right? Harvey Milk stuff. And so Steve Hurst says it's just simply obscene. I don't know whether you saw it. How rude is it? How rude is it? I do not have great love for uh, Joe Biden. I never have. I feel sorry for him today that they're using him like propping up a dead man with a stick up his shirt to keep him straight up and down while you take keep control of the presidency. This is typical. I, you know, I, I, I do not claim that the Republican Party is a good party, is an honest party, is a legit party. Uh, I'm a conservative, but the the Democrats are evil to to play games with a demented, mentally ill elderly man and to prop him up to talk gibberish while they run this country into the crown into the ground is treasonous in my view. Now, there is a fight going on uh, among the states and the federal government. And in many ways, I'm really enjoying it because for so long, I thought, what good are the states? The federal government is just trumping them on every issue. The federal government says the states will say one thing, and the federal government says, no, you can't do that. That is not what the founding fathers established. There was a handful of things that the federal government was supposed to do, like deal with military threats, deal, secure our borders. They're doing neither. But everything, everything else that wasn't specifically mentioned for the federal government to be in control of, the states were to have control of it. And, for instance, the, the founding fathers never believed, never, that the, that the federal government should be involved in aid to Americans or aid to foreigners. That, that they, it had no, if people wanted to do that individually, that's up to them. So what's happening is now, I'm, so I'm going to give you an example. The Attorney General of Missouri, Eric Schmidt, wrote this letter to Christopher Ray, who is the current criminal in charge of the FBI. I hate to say that. I do not believe Chris Ray is an honest person, and he took over after all the other people got fired or resigned. So he says, Dear Director Ray, he's responding to the FBI sticking their nose into Missouri's business. Listen to this. This is really good. It has come to my attention the Federal Bureau of Investigation has informed several Missouri County sheriffs that they will be showing up. The FBI will be showing up in August to audit CCW, that's concealed weapons permits. They're going to audit permit holders records. The FBI stated, quote, the audit includes an on-site review of your concealed weapon permits. Uh, etc. And then it said, let me be perfectly clear, allowing, this is Smith telling Christopher Ray, the FBI director, let me be clear with you, allowing FBI agents from the FBI, allowing agents from the FBI to, to access uh, records of Missourians 
who have a permit to carry a concealed weapon violates Missouri law and infringes on the Second Amendment rights. Thank you, Jesus. This is exactly what should happen. Missouri law specifically prohibits sharing this confidential list with the federal government. Information uh, retained in the concealed carry permit system under this subdivision uh, that lists that shall not be distributed to any federal, state, or private entities. Okay? The people's elected representative passed this law after it became known that the Obama administration wanted to know which Missourians had firearms, supposedly to establish who was entitled to federal benefits. We wanted to leave no doubt that the citizens of Missouri have a constitutional right to bear arms and the federal government has no business poking around to find out their identities. I was a state senator, Smith says, when this law was passed and I proudly voted for it. In fact, we deliberately wrote the state law so that only in bold letters was underlined, the elected county sheriffs had access to CCW list you were trying to get. Here in the heartland, we elect our county sheriffs who are the members of our communities. The same cannot be said for your out-of-touch FBI. That's a slap in the face, man. That is a big slap in the face to Chris Ray. Criminal. I'm telling you, he's a criminal. You may wonder why there is such strong suspicion of federal agents here in the show-me state. Simply put, Missourians are hardworking, law-abiding citizens who don't need a national nanny state keeping tabs on us. But more than that, over the last couple of years, we've seen story after story of incompetence and corruption at the highest levels of the FBI. Our trust in your agency is at an all-time low. Here are a few examples of how the Biden administration and liberal deep staters within the FBI have severally tarnished the reputation of this once respected agency. So it goes on and on, uh, and I don't have the rest of the letter where he gives these examples. This is wonderful. Now, if you if you just real, realize it or paid attention, Rob Bonta, who was the attorney general for the state of California, released into the public on purpose all the CCW uh, personal information in the state of California. Is that unbelievable? That is going to cause lots of problems and. Uh, and this this is the difference between Eric Schmidt, a great attorney general, and a political hack, Bonta, who uh, has really put a lot of people at risk. He's let everybody know, all the criminals in California know, who's packing weapons. And uh, so I thought you'd like to read read that. I wanted to uh, mention this. I've, I've actually seen this before, but maybe you haven't heard it. This is from letters when I grew up. Uh, as I was growing up, I used to read the newspaper every day, and there was uh, letters to Ann Landers, 
and I think her sister, and I can't remember her name, but says, Dear Anne, I'm an English teacher. My students are reading George Orwell's 1984. I'm having a difficult time explaining communism, socialism, and fascism without giving a time-consuming history lesson. I recall you printed a humorous explanation of these concepts using cows. Will you please print it again? I'm sure it will kickstart a lively discussion. Uh, she signs it, a teacher in Mississippi. Uh, so in here, here are the isms, and this is all tied into a cow. Socialism, you have two cows, you have to give one cow to your neighbor. Communism, you have two cows, you give both cows to the government, and they may give you some milk in return. Fascism, you have two cows, you give all the milk to the government, and the government sells it. Nazism. You have two cows, the government shoots you and takes both your cows. Anarchism. You have two cows, keep both cows, shoot the government agent, and steal another cow. Capitalism. You have two cows, you sell one and buy a bull. All right. So, uh... I just got a couple of minutes left. I got. I want to read about a military man here in a minute, but I don't want to break it up. So I'm just going to go back up here and um, give give a shout out to a couple of people that are helping me, and that's All Power Services, uh, Will Fanning and Josh James. They hired. They got it now. Three people out there working. They hired an employee to help them because it's getting busy, busy, busy. And All Power Services works on any of your equipment or fun stuff that has has a motor to it they just fix everything so if you're out on a jet ski or you're out on snowmobiling or you're doing off-road stuff or you got a uh, chainsaw or you drive a, a belly dump with a tractor trailer rig belly dump whatever you have this mechanical or you have a bunch of trucks or cars that are a fleet they can fix all that stuff so whether you've got 20 or 30 chainsaws, you're, you're a tree company, you just bring all the broken stuff in, and they will put it all back together. They're aces. So All Power Services are local here at 1469 Stewart Road in Yuba City. That's right off Highway 99 going towards the Buttes off 99. Right close, easy to uh, go to. No, There's no stoplights on Stewart Road. You just cruise on down there off 99. You can reach them at 530 530- Eight four four zero three four seven eight four four zero three four seven, and or you could uh, you can text that number as well, or you can email them at allpower fourteen sixty nine their address at gmail dot com allpower fourteen sixty nine at gmail. I just uh, met with a friend of mine who I've known since he was a teenager, and he had a really rough upbringing, and now he's a he's a master welder. And he's very talented in many ways. He had a really rough start for many years. And he's turned out to be a great guy and a really talented guy. And, I, and he was wanting to know where to from here, what, he, what I thought he ought to do. And he's thinking about starting a business or whatever. And so I told him to go out and talk to Will Fanning at All Power because Will Fanning had a business model and, and uh, he's a master welder. And uh, so my friend... Uh, Izzy Mason is going to head over there, and, and maybe he'll need an extra welder someday, and they can work together. So uh, I'll be right back, and we have a third segment coming right up. Write a little letter, I'm going to mail it to my local D. 
Does anyone have a match? Thank you. Thank you. Well, what are you all staring at? Uh, have you never seen a, a Prime Minister ride the underground before? <laughs> <laughs> what is your name? Oliver Wilson, sir. Mm. And what do you do, Mr. Wilson? Bricklayer, sir. Ah, bricklayer. We shall have great need of bricklayers soon. Our business will be looking up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. progress. <laughs> How old? Five months, sir. He looks like you. Madam, all babies look like me. <laughs> well, uh, what is your name? And this is Jessie Sutton. Ah, Mrs. Sutton, it's a pleasure. Abigail. Abigail Walker. Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters. <laughs> Agnes Dillon. Agnes? Maurice Baker. Mr. Baker. Alice Simpson. Alice Simpson. Miss Margaret Jerome. Oh, Jerome. Ah, well, my mother was a Jerome. I, I expect we're closely related. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, uh, sit. Sit, everyone. Thank you, Mr. Baker. So how are you all... Uh, how are you all bearing up? Uh, good? Good spirits. Yes. Uh, just as well. We shall need them. Now, uh, let me ask you something that's been weighing on my mind. Perhaps you can provide me with an answer. You, uh, the British people, what is your mood? Uh, is it uh, was a conference? Confident? How confident? Very. Some people say it's a lost cause. Well, lost causes are the only ones worth fighting for. Too right. Yes. Now let me ask you this: If the worst came to pass, and and the enemy were to appear on those those streets above, what would you do? Fight. Fight the fascists. Fight them with anything we can lay our hands on. Broom handles if we must. Street by street. They'll never take Piccadilly. <laughs> <laughs> they never take Piccadilly indeed. <laughs> and what if I put it to you all that we might, if we, uh, if we ask nicely, get very favourable terms from Mr Hitler if we enter into a peace deal with him right now? What would you say to that? Never. 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 Well, you will never give up. No. Never. Then out speak brave Horatius. of the gate. To every man upon this earth, death cometh soon or late. And how can man die better than facing fearful odds? 
for the, for the ashes of his fathers and the temples of his gods. Are you crying? Crying? <laughs> yes, crying. I blab a lot, you know. We all, we all have to get used to it. <laughs> uh, what, what stop is this? It's Westminster, sir. Westminster, it's my stop. Okay, here we go. Third segment. Uh, man, I got hot. I was out working in the heat the last two days, and yesterday I don't. I, don't, I just was pouring the water through me. We were out working on the East Street, um, uh, all the grounds, trying to get the grounds going, putting irrigation down, and uh, maybe doing a uh, a pad in back, you know, patio type thing with uh, what do you call them? Uh, don't even, can't even remember what they call them now. Uh, but instead of doing concrete pavers. We're going to put down some nice pavers and run all, in, you know, digging, 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 digging up stuff, trenching. And uh, we had a great group of guys. Every one of the guys uh, is in some sort of a rehabilitation operation. Uh, they've all had problems with substance abuse and some with prison. And, and, and I was the only one that uh, maybe one of a couple of us uh, – that hadn't uh, been to prison, but uh, certainly done some drugs in my time. And uh, I was so happy to work with them. And I spent two days with them so far. Great guys, great talented guys, good workers, and uh, had a great time with them for two days. But man, it was hot. Just, I felt like I had heat stroke that first day. I felt like I was drinking like gallons of water and I could not get cool. And I did not want to go to Adventist Health because I wasn't going to take the jab and I wasn't going to get, uh, uh, take my COVID test. You know, I just thought, God helped me see this past. And I, I didn't feel like I needed to go, but I, I thought, man, I don't want to have some kind of episode and end up over there at that hospital. Holy mackerel. So uh, anyway, uh, great times. We're, we're getting close to really polishing that building off. It's going to be a real showpiece when we get done, and we start putting some shrubbery in there and get a, all the back patio done and uh, get some trees up. And it's going to really look cool and be a benefit to the city of Marysville and, and help a lot of young people. They'll be moving in there to go to our schools. So, um, okay. I, I didn't mention on, on little Billy's excavator and backhoe service the type of things he's doing. These are some of the things he does. Fire breaks, ponds, septic systems, footings, ditches, roads, culverts, etc. So uh, that's that. All power services, as I mentioned before, will fix anything you got broken that has any kind of power to it, any motors. They also do some custom welding. These guys are aces. There's nobody better. And uh, let me mention, uh, Dr. Cassidy and I are working on addicts, and uh, he's treating, treating them left and right. 
I'm trying to get him over to get an appointment with him through Peachtree Health. We're trying to respond. We're losing people every single day to uh, fentanyl. And uh, it's coming through the border by the ton fentanyl, enough to kill everybody in the United States. I'm not exaggerating. Just go figure it out. You can figure it out yourself. It's 100 times more potent than morphine. Doesn't take much to kill somebody. So we're trying to convince people. We're passing out flyers. We're putting up small posters. If you know anybody that has any problem with any kind of addiction from smoking on up to fentanyl or alcohol, it doesn't make any difference. We're trying to get them to an appointment with Dr. Cassidy to check them over because a lot of times there's other issues on board than just uh, substances. And then get them into the proper program. Not all of them need the same type of program. Everybody's unique. So I'm going to give you some numbers here. Write them down. And uh, or finally, I'm going to give you my number again. And when all else fails, I had a guy, an alcoholic, call me this last week. We've been trying to, we've been working to get him through the whole system. They found him uh, unconscious out on the streets, got him and put him in the hospital for a while. And he called me because he listened to the show. And uh, so he said, hey, I need some help, dude. I need to go into a rehab and detox and all that kind of stuff. So Peachtree Health, 530-749-3242. 530-749-3242. And if you can't get through, you can't get an appointment, ask for Dr. Joe Cassidy. Okay? Uh, his number, if you can't get through, you can text his number. Don't call it. Text it during the day. 530-682-8648. So 8648. And then if all else fails and you just want to call me directly any day of the week, that's how this guy did it. Guy just called me up and said, I need help. And we've been calling, talking back and forth ever since he lives in Yuba City. So easy. 530, uh, my number, 713-1838. 713-1838. You can text me or call me. I don't care when it happens. Just go for it and we'll make it all work out. Okay? So uh, that's that. And also want to mention... Uh, Allen's Auto Body at Tea Garden at Sutter in Yuba City. They'll they'll make your car look new, whatever whatever fight your car got in, or if you you're just trying to restore an old car, they will help you. They are very kind people. They're honest people. Carrie and Kevin Clark, five three zero six seven one one zero five seven five three zero six seven one one zero five seven. It's a bright yellow canary yellow building. And uh, just give them a shout out, and uh, they'll t- they'll treat you right. I want to read you. Uh, you know, people say, "Oh, yeah, you know that that guy's a superstar basketball player. Oh, he's a hero. He's an example." I want to read you what heroes uh, really are. And as World War II, um, this is the title is honoring the men of Easy Company. Uh, Wild Bill Guanier. While Bill Grenier, Sr. of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, enlisted in the U.S. Army Airborne on August 31, 1942, at 19 years of age, Bill entered the service as a private and began training at Camp Tacoa, Georgia. He soon became an NCO and with Easy Company, 2nd Battalion, 506th Parachute Infantry Regiment in the 101st Airborne Division of the United States Army. According to Brothers in Battle, Best of Friends, this is a uh, an, 
a book. Brothers in Battle, Best of Friends, two World War II paratroopers from the original Band of Brothers tell their story. That's the entire title. Co-authored by William J. Wild Bill Guarnier and Edward Babe Heffron. They wrote, in December 1944, Bill was hospitalized for a broken leg. This is Bill Grenier. Nothing was holding him this hero back as he subsequently broke out of the hospital, covered his cast with black shoe polish, and returned to the front lines with his brothers. This was a risk he was willing to take. Guarnier had a unique grudge against the Germans. His older brother Henry had been killed in combat at Monte Cassino, uh, in Italy, during the Battle of the Bulge, while Bill's friend, Joy, Joe Toy, uh, suffered the loss of a leg and was, called for, was calling for help. Despite his ongo- the ongoing attack, Bill left his foxhole to save his friend Joe and took shrapnel to his knee. Bill later had to have his leg amputated above the knee as well. Bill's courageous efforts and how he lost his leg was not known to his family until the release of Band of Brothers. Bill was not the kind of man to discuss much about his service, although he remained proud of the fact that Easy Company trained so long together that they became like brothers who risked their lives for each other on the front lines. Staff Sergeant Guanier, you can look him up at wildbillmemorial.org, was honored with a Silver Star, three Bronze Star medals, and two Purple Heart decorations. After the war, Bill returned to Philadelphia, and in 1945, he married Francis, or Franny, Peka. And the couple had two sons. While Bill and Babe Heffron remained the best of friends for the rest of their lives, Bill Guineer passed away on March 8, 2014, at the age of 90. He lies uh, at rest at St. Peter's and Paul Cemetery in Springfield, Pennsylvania. Uh, while Bill, Bill Grenier was portrayed in the HBO miniseries uh, A Band of Brothers by Frank John Hughes. So I'd just like to honor these people. It, it makes me feel good to honor them, and, and I hope you uh, uh, it keeps your, your sights clear on what a real hero is, okay? What a real hero is. All right. Uh, Okay, I want to talk about, uh, I, I get emails uh, every couple of days from the chil- childrenshealthdefense.org, Bobby Kennedy Jr.'s uh, organization. It's just not him. It's, it's a huge organization now. Uh, not, they started off, originally he started off as an envir- environmental attorney, but it, then, then he started looking at mercury and water polluting water and then realized that there was a lot of mercury in vaccines and realized vaccines were doing a lot of harm to children. And they started this organization, which is now an international organization called children's health org. So I get these great, they got a great news uh, email that you can just go children's health org, sign up for the email. So anyway, there's also a, uh, 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 some little videos and uh, they do this thing called This Week and it's Mar- a gal named Mary Holland she's Children's Health Defense President and Polly Tommy co-producer of Vaxxed, a movie so Mary and Polly they discuss the latest news on what's shaken but the latest news on COVID vaccines and other issues so this is kind of a write up 
that I read a summary of their show. I don't really look at the show. I, I read all these, uh, the written stuff they send out, which is just amazing. And by the way, they just aren't people that just construct an opinion. They have doctors and lawyers that work on their staff full time. And they came up, they come up with the positions and the exposés on what they're talking about. So this week, Mary, uh, and Polly, um, Covered uh, latest headlines in COVID-19, big pharma and other issues, including the news of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration colluded, get it, colluded with Moderna to bypass COVID vaccine safety requirements. Did you catch that? This isn't baloney, folks. Paul, they also discussed that the release of Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine documents, remember COVID, Pfizer did not want to release the documents for like, what was it, 50 years or 100 years, 75 years? So uh, the judge said, nope, you're going to release, release them and you're going to release them right now. We're going we're gonna to see so many thousands of pages every week. And so, uh, so Polly and Mary discussed the release of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine documents by the FDA showing three more reports of deaths among vaccine trial participants and more instances of Pfizer listing injuries as not related to the vaccine. In other words, they listed all these injuries in their test as saying, oh, well, we didn't cause that. Something else caused that. Um, plus, top experts are quitting. They, they talk about in this uh, clip, and you can go there and watch it yourself. Many top experts are quitting their leading health a- agencies because they are embarrassed by bad science. Since the beginning of COVID, and I talked about this and got me trouble with Yuba County, uh, this, the statistics have been lies. The illness has been described in such a way as been, being a fraud. In fact, some scientists do not believe that either SARS or COVID can be shown in a, in a uh, microscope. They cannot isolate it to even prove that it does exist. They claim, some claim, it's an entire propaganda scheme. Uh, do people get sick? Sure, people get sick. Do you remember people getting sick before COVID? I, I've, I've been, I remember all the way back to my school days. People, you get to school and your favorite, your favorite buddy didn't show up at school because he had a cold. He had COVID back then. They called it COVID. They just didn't call it COVID in the newspaper. So listen to this. This is gonna. This is just gonna blow your. This is just some hot topics from Polly and Mary. Eleven-year-old girl died from cardiac arrest in France. The news comes from the same in the same week that a thirteen-year-old died from myocarditis and an eight-year-old boy died following uh, receiving a COVID-19 vaccination. How often have you ever seen people like this die just suddenly like this? They call it uh, not SIDS, but SAD, sudden. Uh, adverse death syndrome. Children, Mary says, children just do not keel over and die. Guitarist Jeff Diamond, I don't know Jeff Diamond, described having eight fingers of his ten fingers, eight of his ten fingers, he's a guitarist, amputated and losing his singing voice after developing blood clots about a week after getting the Johnson Johnson COVID-19. You think, oh, that's ridiculous. Hey, why don't you look up on YouTube, Eric Clapton, regarded as one of the best guitar players of all time. After he took the initial shot 
it so made him sick he couldn't he couldn't play the guitar it damages guitar playing ability this guy's one of the masters of playing a guitar eric clapton look it up for and he's actually written a couple songs about the evil of what's going on in the country and and he's not a conservative uh covid spread is far from over according to the united nations they write and they think we are stupid said mary the, he- the next one, the head of the World Health Organization acknowledged it was premature to rule out a potential link between COVID-19 pandemic and a lab leak. These, we're three years into this, and you, these people are such criminals. He, he asked China to be more transparent as scientists search for the origins of the coronavirus. We'll be looking for the coronavirus until we all drop dead. Did you know that the, I've heard this a couple of places. The, there's a very low demand for young children's. You remember, you notice they okayed injecting brand new babies all the, up to two, two or five years old. From what I understand, about 2% of parents are allowing their ch- children to be injected. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's murder. You're going to murder your children if you do this. Thank God there's a low demand for young children's COVID-19 vaccines. But it's, the sad thing is that it's alarming doctors. It's so sad because children uh, are bulletproof to COVID-19. Uh, a U.S. Army doctor suspended for writing COVID-19 vaccine exemptions for service members explained why he believes the vaccine or the mandates must end. He said this is very interesting and very disturbing. Uh, a federal judge in Ohio put a temporary stop to the U.S. Air Force, kicking out thousands of service members who remain unvaccinated against COVID-19. I have a friend who used to help me at Juvenile Hall, and she's uh, doing a career of 20 years in the service. And is, I think she's in her 13th or 14th year, and she was scared spitless. Although she's a follower of God, she knew he had it under control, but she's been fighting and we actually wrote her an exemption, religious exemption. She's a Christian woman. And uh, she thought she was going to be kicked out. And it looks like they have her on pause. They're not going to kick her out. Dr. Anthony Fauci returned to the White House after battling COVID and urged people to wear masks. Remember we talked about it? We've talked about it all along. Masks, they're going to try to bring masks back. They it have everything. It has nothing to do with COVID, everything to do with compliance. Please do not listen to mainstream news. And he says, go get booster shots. Los Angeles County is on the verge of new indoor mask mandates. Masks are now required indoors at San Diego school district and offices. This is so tragic. In the midst of psychologists and psychiatrists saying we've permanently damaged an entire generation of kids. A new filing with the National Institutes of Health revealed Amazon is developing a vaccine for skin cancer and certain breast cancers, and it set its sights on a piece of multi-billion dollar industry. Now, uh, one lady, the lady I was listening to last night at dinner, I listened to her on my phone, East Indian clinician, scientist, doctor, said that monkeypox is merely a reaction. It's not another virus. It's a reaction to the, the original mRNA. 
cases. This says cases of monkeypox are increasing in the U.S., but there are not not enough vaccines for to prevent its spread. Listen, it's sp- spreading because people are sick from the vac the 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 shot, the original shot. Authorities warned of an infection that's been circulating among babies in the U.S. called paracovirus. If I'm saying that, which can cause severe illness in very young in- infants. Moderna began the do- the cl- close uh, the the dosing of a Nipah virus mRNA vaccine. I mean, these people are totally crazy. We're coming up to a break here, and uh, then we'll be back and do uh, the second half of the show. Uh, let me give you one more research suggests sugar can trigger reward and craving states in your brain similar to addictive drugs and lead to brain-related health issues such as depression, learning disorders, and memory problems and overeating. It's a drug, said Mary. I agree with this. I know people that sugar... There's no question sugar causes cancer and a lot of other diseases, so don't get, get away from it. Use something else. Be right back. It's Sydney again, and I finally had to get a job because my fun employment has finally stopped sending me checks. Like, I'm just no longer getting unemployment checks. They pretty much stopped sending unemployment checks to, like, everybody who was collecting them during the pandemic. So I've been really tired. Like, I have not had time to post. Like, it's just been – my job is, like, super hectic. Like, I work at a library two days a week. They were pretty much, like, one of the only places that would hire me with all of my piercings. And like, it's such hard work to put all the books back. Then candidate Barack Obama in July 2008, quote, it's like these guys, Republicans, take pride in being ignorant. They should go talk to some experts and actually make a difference, close quote. (laughs) Well, talking to experts does make a difference. Uh, Many of the great disasters of our time have been uh, committed by uh, experts. You, you may remember uh, FDR's Brain Trust, uh, which, according to later studies, uh, prolonged the Depression by several years. Uh, the uh, whiz kids in the Pentagon under McNamara, who managed to mess up the, the Vietnam War. Uh, you can run through an impressive list of things, of disasters brought about by people with very high IQs. Thank you for allowing me to come and lecture all of you. Uh, you all are all imbeciles, and it's very difficult for my wife, Megan. <laughs> Megan, um, who I love dearly. Um, we're having a hard time finding a country we like, and we thought we'd like America, but you guys are really letting us down. So one of the ways that you've let us down um, is your overturning of Roe v. Wade. Uh, to be honest, Megan and I are just Megan. Give her a round. Give her a round. I love her so much. So much. Um, As I was saying, Megan and I are disappointed in that. We're disappointed with you. You all are admitting too much carbon. Um, Yes, I fly around in private jets and do as I please. 
Uh, but you, you peasants, you little tiny peasants of people, uh, you need to stop. Democracy and freedom. My wife is my mate and she's connected to my soul, is what I'm trying to say. Megan, give her a round. Give her <laughs> my love for um, Africa is much greater than my love for America. And you might ask, well, why don't I live in Africa? I am closely following, uh, mimicking a, a, a couple speeches that my brother, my older brother gave. Um, and I'm, I'm really just jumbling them together. I'm hoping no one notices. The climate is at stake and you all are going to burn up if you don't do as I tell you to do. You'll just combust into flames and just poof, be gone. Just poof. Uh, I have left England and now I'm here in America and I want to tell you guys how to live. That's why I'm here. I'm here to tell you to stop. Who am I? I am, uh, um, who am I? We're so mad at you. We're mad at you, you terrible people. Ugh, it's terrible here. It's just a horrible place to be. I hate it. I hate it so much. All right, we're starting our fourth uh, segment here. I'm talking about Polly and Mary and their video, which you can go listen to on uh, Children's Health Defense. But I found they listed their hot topics, and I found them so fascinating. They're just like hot points. Um, they, they say the public is not being told about the, the, the truth about cell phone radiation. Uh, I love how the uh, Children's Health Defund is covering this. It's interesting. I guess in some of the paperwork on cell phones, they say don't keep it close to your head very often. Right? Just, in other words, don't lay it on your pillow when you go to sleep at night. Uh, they go on to say a little known warning from the manufacturer hidden within your cell phone manual advises you to keep the device at a certain distance from your body to ensure you don't exceed federal safety limits for radio frequency exposure. Check this out as well, says Polly. Um, Bill Gates, they say, plays God and genetically engineers both farm animals and crops, naming them super. This is insane, according to Mary. This is not going to end well for him. Manufacturing plants continue to burn down. In mysterious fires. I think they're talking about food processing plants. This is an amazingly well done uh, article he, she's referring to in this uh, talk she gives. From bread to milk to chicken wings, inflation is squeezing the grocery bills of consumers and businesses. Don't. Okay, so anyway, uh, that gives you an overview of just one of their talks on uh, Children's Health Defense Fund. It's a great website, childrenshealthdefense.org. Thank God for the Internet because so many people, truth, truth tellers, are on the Internet explaining what's going on. Now, what's, what's, what you should be paying attention to, 
there is uh you can get a PhD. I told people I felt I got a like I got a PhD in COVID just by listening to doctors, some of the best doctors in this country, Zev Zelenko and Peter McCullough and uh Malone, uh Ryan Cole out of Idaho or Utah, just on and on and on. People around a guy named uh let's see, what's that guy out of Texas? Barnett who came up with the budesonide treatment, uh, the inhaler, steroid inhaler that would stop COVID in its tracks, even if you had multiple comorbidities, uh, even cancer on board and you got COVID is not a death sentence. You do not need to go to the hospital. You do not need to go on a vent, definitely not a vent, and you never should take remdesivir. Uh, this is a scam and it's killed literally when I in Yuba County freaked out because I said that Dr. Lou telling people, she tells people, go get the, don't get as soon as you can, go get the shot. As soon as you can go get the booster. As soon as you can go get the booster, go get tested, go this, go that, go home. Don't take any medication. We don't have any medication for you except for you could take some something for uh, fever, but we, there's nothing. Then she says hydroxychloroquine will stop your heart, ruin your kidneys, and ruin, ruin your uh, liver. Total crock of crap. This gal should be put in prison. This gal should be tried for uh, what did they used to do? You remember back in the days when they used to file lawsuits against doctors who made a mistake? Malpractice. That's what they called it. Malpractice. That's a bad practice. Mal. Malo. Muy malo. Right? Bad practice. Bad. She is destroyed. By the way, I was thinking today, do you think that these health officers could get a a full-time job in the private sector and make $300,000 a year? No way. No friggin' way. These people do not even take patients. Dr. Fong Lu, I call Joseph Mingala Lu, she's never even taken patients in her life. She didn't even know how to treat people. These people are prima donnas and way overpaid. I bet she couldn't even make a hundred grand a year in the private sector. And we're paying her three hundred thousand dollars to shoot her mouth off and send people to the grave by the hundreds in our area. You know the sad thing is? People are dying and no one wants to admit that they took the jab or that <coughs> by the way, I just read a an article. Do you remember Andrew Wiggins? He's a basketball player that uh, was traded from the, I believe, the Minnesota Timberwolves to the Golden State Warriors before this season. And uh, so when the season came on uh, and they had their COVID policies in San Francisco, the COVID policy was that you had to be vaccinated, you had to be jabbed, to play ball in the arena down there in San Francisco, though he could play on the road with no jab. So that's a bummer because they they wanted him to play in the starting five. They counted on him playing, and that meant that maybe half the games or third of the games, something like that, would be played. Uh, he wouldn't play because they wouldn't authorize him to play because he wasn't jabbed. Can you imagine? We all these amazing prima donnas are jabbed 
unless they unless they jabbed them with saline solution. If I was an owner and I had to jab them, I'd put saline solution. I wouldn't give them that COVID crap. Anyway, I wondered. Finally, uh, he gave he he was steadfast and wasn't going to take it. There was a number of players, and finally he took it. But now, after the season's over, he said it was a, it's one of his big regrets that he actually took it. That's an amazing statement. This guy's getting like $26 million a year to play basketball. And uh, it's an amazing statement. Um, okay. So let's see. Let me see where to go from, from here. Uh, okay. I I don't know if you're concerned about what's going on. And if you're listening to this, you probably are. Uh, I don't think a lot of people probably listen to it if more than once. If they think that uh, this is just a right wing conspiracy or something weird, or they just think we're, uh, this is all going to sort itself out. We're going to be just fine. Right. If, if you're concerned, you need to find like-minded people in your area whether you're a church person, a lot of the churches, sadly, are just completely useless and clueless, including their pastors and usually foremost their pastors. Sadly, say it, but that's the way it is. They're clueless on pro-life. They're, clu- they're anything of real essence. They're clueless of right. So maybe it's not your church. It could be, but um, maybe it's a group of fellow patriots, former military people. Uh, Maybe it's a group of conservatives in your community. I I don't find many liberals that get it. Uh, But I would, I would find people, maybe they're fellow preppers, maybe they're militia type people. But my encouragement to you is to get together and put your heads together and work together uh, I know out at Glad Tidings, they're, they're working on trying to help people, families think through, hey, how can you create, create your own food sources, right? And work with others to create food sources if there's a, a problem with the food chain. Maybe, you, you know, how to run your well without electricity, putting a hand pump alternative to it. Very simple. I've, I've seen it. The Mormons have a, a great... And probably it's on it's on YouTube, but I've seen a great hand pump uh, attachments to your well to just you just go right out there and pump your own water. And or you could put a maybe a motor uh, with gas and, and pump it that way. But you could do it certainly a hand pump and just all, all kinds of things that you can do to set up the latrine, all kinds of stuff. I think we need to prepare because I think there's going to be problems. I think there's going to be blackouts, brownouts, whatever you want to call them in California, and I think you need to think through, okay, uh, how are we going to do this, right? And uh, particularly, like, if you're not in the city and you're on your own well, uh, you need to be able to get water out of there. It's down there. You just kind of hand pump it up. That's the way our forefathers did it back in the day. So if you can, like, I know the Mormons used to put on uh, these... uh, emergency they were kind of a like a carnival event it it was a you could just walk around and they had all these booths and how to how to can your food how to uh, take care of some hygiene issues how to take care of first aid issues 
um, how to, you know, sanitize your well if something happens with your well, how to set up a latrine, just all, dry food, all kinds of stuff. So I'm just encouraging you to look into that thing. You might call, if you're in a city, you might call the Mormon church. Those people are the most organized and prepared in that way, survival type things, and all really realistic, how to start a fire without a match, things like that, that uh, you're going to need to know if you're going to have to, if we lose power and gas and you're going to have to cook or you want to cook, you don't want to just eat raw food, um, you, the other, the other thing is I just ordered a book. I just got it on the things that grow naturally around us that you can eat. Uh, sometimes we call them weeds or just their volunteer, different types of uh, plants that you think are a nuisance because you want to have a nice maintained yard and, or whatever. But many of those are amazingly powerful uh, vitamin-rich, uh, like something like the dandelion is a is is both a uh, can be used medicinally. The roots can be used. The, the tops can be eaten. They're just you can eat them as long as you don't spray them with a chemical. If they're just voluntarily grown somewhere, they're just like lettuce, and they're great. And there's lots of plants like that, and they're they're in our part of the country. And and uh, I ordered a book that talked about just common what we call nuisance plants or weeds that are provided by God to feed us and they're completely healthy to eat and good very good for us they're talking about how nutritious for instance dandelion who is I've always considered to be a pain in screwing up your lawn has a huge uh, long taproot which brings up amazing nutrients so if you could get a little patch of dandelions going, you could feed yourself on those. So I'm just saying to you is, you know, we think a lot, oh, I don't have any, like in, I live in town and I don't have any room to grow a garden. There's not enough sun around where I am. So I've got to look at some creative ways to come up with some food if there is no food at the grocery store, right? So you need to be, you need to be thinking about these things. And of course you can can, you can dry, you can do a lot of things like that or know who's growing and you can trade stuff. I'm just saying to you, in every area of the country, you need to be thinking through a little bit of survival uh, stuff. It's just like uh, when we have, we live in a flood zone here in the valley, Sacramento Valley, and uh, we live in a flood zone, and if you're in the foothills, you live in a fire zone. So it's, Red Cross would always say, this is how to put together a go bag, and that's something you can grab with your kids that has all your ID in it, uh, a lot of medications, some of your standard medications, your paperwork that you're going to need about your house, uh, and a variety of other things that you might need along the way. Uh, certainly some water, keep water in your car, blankets, all that kind of stuff. All we're saying is is just to be organized. It's not You don't have to climb down into a cellar all the time. It's just get organized, think through some really highly nutritious food that you could make with mim minimal preparation. For instance, raw food, which I, I ate nothing. I, I went on a, a fun diet one time uh, back in my wild days where all I ate was raw food. That's all. I didn't eat cooked food for eight months. And I just, you know, uh, 
it's a great weight loss thing if you want to lose weight. I didn't need to lose weight, but I just ate raw food. And I cured a lot of things that I thought I had lifelong problems like allergies, just eating real food. So anyway, I'm just giving you a little heads up and things to pay attention to because things are changing every week. Have you noticed that? I just got off the phone. I, I received uh, truckloads of donations from through through a, or, a nonprofit organization. They get it from donors. And all of a sudden, there's a shortage of pallets. You, you get what I'm saying? Pallets that they stack, they forklift off trucks and take into your grocery stores. There's a shortage of pallets. And that's now a big issue, right? Because people aren't, I don't know what's happening with the pallets. I'm just telling you that everything from shipping to pallets, now they're going to shut down 70,000 California truckers. If you don't think there's a scheme in all this, please, people, don't don't rank at the bottom of common sense. Don't, don't pick up, the, don't be the last at the... Uh, Boston Marathon for common sense. Don't be picking up the rear on this deal. This is very important, and you need to pay attention. Uh, need to pay attention. We we that we're in a full blown. Uh, if you're in an airplane, I I've been in some airplanes when we've had gone through some funky storms, and it it got me to thinking, and I thought, what? I mean, the the wings were were flapping. They weren't staying stiff. They were flapping and rocking and rolling, and we were lightning everywhere. But if you're in a free fall in an airplane, uh, that gets your attention, even if they're able to pull out. But I'm telling you, we're in a free fall in the United States of America. And unless there's an overthrow of this government, uh, we're, we, we got a couple more years of this, and a lot of damage can be done. And, I mean, we may see fuel i mean i could just talk for hours on what we we may see and uh, you better vote like your life depends on it if you think oh i never vote republican or i never vote anybody but democrats honestly people uh <clears throat> i feel sad for you really do really feel sad i i feel pity uh for how you've been propagandized and manipulated and taken advantage of. So uh, that's uh, oh, I let me let me spend some time on this. Have you seen the the joke that these seventeen members of Congress arrested in a protest? Now they they have all these people in prison for the January sixth protests, right? But they go down there, including AOC, and when the cops come to arrest them because they were where they shouldn't be, uh, she acts like she has her hands, AOC, acts like she has her hands uh, cuffed in her back. And, and it's all a fraud. Her entire thing is a fraud. And they're protesting... Uh, the uh, for women's rights. So we have people like Ariana Presley, uh, Andy Levine, Democrat, Rashida Talab, uh, just you know all the, the people you would expect, right? And uh, 
So they were doing an abortion rights protest outside the U.S. Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. just a couple days ago. And uh, they were arrested. And they were all happy as can be. They weren't dragged around because they got right up and they, they responded to the police. But it was interesting that one person on one side of the police officer was just walking with hands to the side. The police officer had the person by the elbow walk along with them, taking them to a car. And AOC puts her hands behind her like she's handcuffed. Such a fraud. Just a complete fraud. AOC, you know, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. Um, so, yeah, no, we didn't arrest them and put them in uh, funky prison cells. In, like in downtown D.C., like they, they have the January 6th people. They probably booked them, gave them a citation, sent them on their way. And uh, so that's what's happened. Just more fraud and fake news from the Democrats. So uh, anyway, we're coming to the end of our fourth segment here. And I want to mention Thrifty Rooter. And those guys, they're working night and day, Thrifty Rooter. It's R-O-O-T-E-R, thriftyrooter.net. And whenever you have a plumbing problem or a septic system problem, you want one of those big tanker trucks to pump all the fluid out of your system, just call them up, 530-673-8201. They have dispatchers ready to take your call. Or you could go on their website at thriftyrooter.net and just send them a missive after you look at all the crazy things they do. They do some amazing things, those guys at Thrifty Rooter. But they have been in business for almost 50 years making people happy, happy, happy in the Yuba Sutter area. So if you can hear my voice up here in Northern California, they probably got a, a they probably got an outlet next to you. All right, we'll be right back. Jessica Buchanan had chosen a star in the Somali sky to represent her mother, who had passed away a year before. She spoke to it every night, and with no moon, it was especially bright on January 25th. What did you say that night? Please tell God that I need some help. We need to get out of here. You couldn't have known that that prayer would be answered that night. I had no idea. She was on a mat trying to sleep when she heard a faint scratching noise. One of the bandits she nicknamed Helper heard it too. And I see this look of just sheer terror on Helper's face. And then all of a sudden, it's just this eruption of gunfire. And I think, okay, well, this is it. This really is truly the end. And I cover up with my blanket again, and I just start saying, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. 
And I just remember thinking, or maybe I'm saying out loud, like, I cannot survive this. She thought she was being taken by a rival group, maybe al-Shabaab, Islamic extremists who would surely kill her. And then all of a sudden, I feel all these hands on me, roughly grabbing at me. And I try to protect myself, and I pull the blanket closer on top of me, and then I hear my name. But it's not a Somali accent, it's an American accent. And I can't compute, like I can't understand that somebody with an American accent knows my name. And they say, Jessica, we're with the American military. We're here to take you home and you're safe. And they pull the blanket down from my face and all I see is black, black masks, black sky. And all I can say over and over is you're American. You're American. I don't, I, I don't understand you're Americans. Thinking, how did you get here? And I, I'm still alive. And they ask me where my shoes are and I don't know. And one of them picks me up and starts running. He runs for several minutes and, and puts me down on the ground. And then they identify themselves and that they knew I was very sick and they have medicine and they have water, they have food and they've come to, to take me home. At one point, I think they thought they heard something or I don't know, this group of men who's risked their life for me already asks me to lie down on the ground because they're concerned that there might be somewhere, someone out there and then they make a circle around me and then they lie down on top of me to protect me. And we lay like that until the helicopters come in. When all of those seals laid down on top of you, you were the most important thing in the world to them. Yeah, it's really hard to comprehend. They were gonna take a bullet for you. Mm -hmm. And they're so kind and they're so gentle and they are trying to assist me to get to the helicopter. But I think I've been out here for months. I can run to this helicopter myself. And so I just break away and I just take off running through the scrub, through the bush. And I throw myself onto that helicopter and push myself up against the wall. And I don't start breathing until we actually lift up off the ground and they hand me an American flag that's folded. What did you think of that? I just started to cry. At that point in time, I have never in my life been so proud and so very happy to be an American. The SEALs left on other helicopters. She didn't see their faces, didn't hear their names. They appeared and they were gone. The only thing left in the camp were nine dead bandits.
All right, we're in our fifth segment, and uh, let me mention a couple more people that are helping us out here. North Valley Paralegal, that's Nellie Garcia. If you've got a legal issue, you need to make a will, change a will, get a restraining order, change your name, any kind of legal stuff, she would make it fast and easy and cheap for you. 530-751-9289. She's in Yuba City. But she's right on the edge of Yuba City and Marysville, so she's kind of right in between the two counties on up off the river in Yuba City, 751 Sutter Street in Yuba City. She's just, just a stone's throw from Allen's Auto Body. Nellie Garcia, I know her personally. She's done work for me many times and always is a phone call away for advice, and she will help you. 751 Sutter Street, Seven five one nine two eight nine, and she will take care of you right away. And also, uh, uh, Greenitz Construction. Oh, Dave Greenitz has been back where he came from, New Jersey, and he's been on the the ocean over there, just sitting around on the beach, kicking back, while his guys—I feel bad for him—slaving, remodeling these kitchens and baths, making them look beautiful. While he's over there enjoying his two sons and their families and his wife and his sister. So he Dave Green is from Cherry Hill, New Jersey, back in the day. And then he ended up on the left coast and never went back. So if you want to check him out, you check out his kitchens and baths. I don't think you're going to find anything better. Greenitz, that's green with E-T-Z on the end, greenitzconstruction.com. Or you can go to his Facebook page at Dave Greenitz Construction. Very simple. You can call him at 53 or you can text him at 530-682-9602, or uh, you can just shoot him a, a, a hot message from his platforms there, okay? So I want to go down here and uh, talk about what Planned Parenthood's doing. They're, the The desire to abort children is a religion in this country. You think, oh, yeah, you know, you can't have Jesus on campus because, you know, it's a violation of the Constitution. It's not either. And the fact is that what the most desired religion is the murdering of babies. And so in California, school board is, is going to make a decision on putting Planned Parenthood Clinic right on campus in Los Angeles. It's down in uh, the Norwalk La Mirada Schools District. And uh, so they're going to make it possible. And, and the, new, the new trend is that kids in school have the right to determine their own health issues and can go get treatment. So in the agreement with La Mirada, Abortions, puberty blockers, and hormone therapy are not listed as services to be offered at the proposed site. Clinics, however, clinic staff will be allowed to refer students to off-campus Planned Parenthood sites for services not specifically mentioned. So, it's interesting. Abortions, puberty blockers, and hormone therapy. You know, I've never got, I've never had uh, Planned Parenthood call me to help with an uh, adoption. Do you know that? I've never heard of Planned Parenthood refer anyone for an adoption. You know why? Because they're interested in abortion. Now, do you know where this uh, this high school 
Norwalk La Mirada. This high school is, you know who goes to this high school? What ethnic group? You think maybe 50% whites, 25% Mexicans, 25% blacks, just to pick three groups? Nope. Remember Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, the founder, founder described minorities as useless eaters and weeds to be eliminated. She concluded included blacks in that, gypsies, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, and all kinds of other minority filth, as she called them. That's sad. So you'd think of all the... Why wouldn't they put this as, as an upper-class white school in L.A.? There's some of them down there, right? So they're going to look at... Uh, it's a Norwalk La Mirada school district, but it's John Glenn High School. Isn't it John Glenn, conservative senator of the United States and astronaut? <laughs> Poor John, white guy. John Glenn High School is 80% Latino. So we'll see. So and and they're here's what they're saying. Let me go down here and see if I got it highlighted because I wanted to focus on this. It said this one writer says to add insult to injury, there is no way for parents to ever obtain this information, information about their medical treatment of their children. These are minor children, right? The contract asserts that all medical records are to be maintained by Planned Parenthood. The Norwalk and La Mirada School Board should, should be ashamed that this contract is even up for consideration. Referring to the possibility of students being referred to off-campus clinics for services not offered, they say other Planned Parenthood clinics do provide gender-affirming hormone therapy. Did you know that? Do you think that that is happening over here on Palora Avenue in Yuba City? Gender-affirming hormone therapy? So there's a very real possibility students would be referred off campus to receive this treatment, again, with zero parental notification. My friend Victor Brooks, who uh, made his income to support his family off putting in alarm systems, was asked to put in the alarm system for Planned Parenthood on Pelor Avenue in Yuba City when they came to town many, many years ago, maybe 20 years ago now. And he asked him this question because he was sharp. He said, because he had all daughters. I think he had four daughters. And uh, he said, if my daughters came to you and wanted your medical services as, as adolescents, uh, would you serve them? And they said, oh, yes, we would. And they said, well, would you tell me, call me? He said, they said, oh, definitely not. So he said, well, I don't want to do your job then. I, I don't want to make money off what you're doing. Uh, this guy named Neil, Nicole Neely, she's uh, she's the uh, president and founder of Parents Defending Education. Nicole Neely, she says the fact that the contract with the district with Planned Parenthood specifically notes that under California law, minors have the right to consent to reproductive health services without parental consent or notification. She said that's appalling to me in and of itself. Isn't that, isn't that sad? I remember when we passed a law 
here in the state of California was a proposition or a measure, something like that. And it was a law to ask to have a 24 hour stay on the abortion. I think it's 24 hours until parental parents could be involved to get parental consent. And the uh, even though the voters have voted for all these things, voters in California voted consistently for the death penalty, voted for marriage and voted for parental consent. The Supreme Court just says, nah, we don't think you should be able to do it. Isn't that amazing? Totally contrary to the founders' belief of what a court should do. The people should get what they want. And uh, so that's what we're talking about, that kids can just go get all kinds of stuff done. Now, years ago, uh, when I was just getting involved in the pro-life movement, back in about 87, 88, 89, 90, something like that, in Oroville, um, I, I think it was a, a grammar I can't remember if it was an elementary school or high school. A girl got pregnant, the story goes, and the teacher felt so bad that she took her without parental approvement, a, approval and without her parents knowing that she was going to take her for an abortion and took and got an abortion for the young lady. Young lady went home, did not feel well, and ended up going to the bathroom and feeling like she had to go to the bathroom and ended up delivering a portion of the head of the baby in the toilet because it was a botched abortion. So the family ended up suing the teacher and the school district, and I believe they won quite a bit of money. But with this new law now that uh, California minors had the right to consent. Now, it's interesting with COVID, the COVID jab, teachers tried to get kids to take the COVID jab without their parents' consent. Oh, let me mention this. You know, we talked about this hormone, gender-changing hormone shots, all this kind of stuff. So I'm out here working this. We're having lunch today. And we got to talking about these kind of topics, all guys there. And one of them says that a school in Linda, I haven't confirmed this. I don't know. I don't know which school it would be. A school in Linda, that's in California, Northern California, has a clothes closet where if you come to school and you're a biological boy, but you feel like you're a girl, they'll let you switch into girls' clothes and live the girl life during school, then switch out of them, put back your clothes, and just keep your your parents at bay, or vice versa. If you're a girl coming to school, and your parents dressed you a certain way or approved a certain dress or look, then uh, you could go and you could switch into boys' clothes if you're a girl, if you wanted and be a boy for the day and call yourself by another name at a school. Right. I, I wondered, do we have any schools in the Yuba Sutter area? Maybe a superintendent will give me a shout out or a principal, but I don't think they're going to want to admit it and let the parents know just the same thing is I've always wondered, is there por- pornographic material that you couldn't even discuss in a school board meeting in your school libraries or available through your schools? Would you admit that? That's what. This is why you need to remove your kids from school, because why do you want to spend the rest of your parental life trying to look for the boogeyman at school? Because they're lying to you left and right. They're worse than a burglar. 
who comes in under the shadow of darkness. They're worse than a burglar. So uh, anyway, I was just talking to a guy that uh, has helped work on the school and uh, church at Northville Baptist, and they have a school out there. It's almost out to Beale Air Force Base on Northville Road. But I've heard some really good comments about the uh, how how the children that of uh, that I know that are going there have thrived in that program they have out there. So uh, anyway, we hope it we hope it goes well. But it watch if you're uh, you you might ask around if if uh, abortions, pu- puberty blockers, and hormone therapy are are available. And could the school nurse or somebody from the school take your kid to go get those things? This is very serious. Therefore, you don't want them in a school that would do that. A private school would not do that. Or a Christian school would not do that, I don't believe. In other words, you know, it's sad, but parents need to figure this out, along with how to keep your kid off fentanyl or opiates or meth. But they also got to keep all these weirdos from them like pedophiles like it used to be oh yeah don't don't take a ride home from anybody or somebody wants to give you something or a gift or candy or goodies don't take it from it you know you were you were uh coached by your parents back in the day we all would just walk to school you know or rode bicycles because you lived in the neighborhood where the neighborhood school was so you just it was easy just to, your parents we there was no such thing as parents dropping people off Nowadays, you got to watch for all these weirdos. We got teachers that are molesting kids, having sex with the kids. Right? It's a train wreck. The public education system is is uh, it's more dra- dangerous there, in, in my view, than on the than on the streets. So uh, that's what's going on with uh, with public education. It it really there's little public education when your kids are fifty out of fifty. And 40% are not doing math or 30%, whatever I said earlier, or can't read. Amazing number cannot read. I had a guy, this is so interesting. The guy stopped by and seen me today, and he asked me many years ago when his kid was in like, he's an 8 or 10-year-old kid. And he said he got caught with some marijuana at one of these schools out in Oliverst. Southern Yuba County, Oliverst Elementary or Ella or something. It wasn't Ella, it was Oliverst or Yuba Gardens. Anyway, probably Oliverst Elementary School. So I went over there. It's so, so ridiculous. And and uh, I took the kid out for a taco and uh, first before I talked to the school. We just had a time together at the uh, Cinco de Mayo Great Mexican Restaurant on Oliverst Avenue. So we just sat outside at a table, and we had, and I said, tell me about your life. He said, oh, I'm in a special ed class. And uh, I said, oh, what are you doing over there? He said, well, I just, I, I, I got behind, and I can't read, and they put me in a special ed class. And I said, well, are they teaching you to read? No. And I said, well, anyway, he, I said, oh, you got, you had some marijuana? He said, yeah, I found it on the playground. So what happened to him with the marijuana it didn't really make any difference to me the big the big story here is, was he was been in school for years and he could not read 
there were some issues at home, but the fact is when the school system has kids for eight hours a day, they better figure out how to teach them to read. So I went in and talked to the assistant principal, and often I thought it was this guy, Tom Russer, who's now the superintendent of schools, although if it wasn't, it was a guy that looked just like him. And uh, anyway, I went in and I introduced myself and told him who I wanted to talk to him about. He said, oh, yeah, I heard you wanted to talk to me about this kid. And I said, yeah. So instead of asking me what I wanted to talk about, he said, oh, you probably want to talk about the fact that he had marijuana on campus, which was the most important thing to that principal or vice principal. And I said, well, actually not. I'm not too worried about marijuana. I'm more worried about the fact that he's been in your school every day and you get paid for him to be there and you can't seem to teach him how to read. So, I, you know, we didn't get off on a really strong footing there. But the interesting thing was, is I ended up eventually talking to the principal, who was very kind. And I said, why don't you let us bring in some tutors out here? And I'll find some tutors that want to be English teachers and teachers of various types. And are going, they're either in junior college or whatever. And we'll come and just take your worst kids and help them catch up. He, she said, oh, that would be great, but we can't do that because of the union teachers. And the union teachers demand that if we have any other activities at school, after school, they have to come and be paid extra. Isn't that interesting? And, she, and these are her exact words. She said, you know, Lou, I can tell what time it is because I can hear the tires screeching as people, as teachers leave the parking lot here. There's no commitment to help these kids. And uh, the interesting thing is that uh, they were focused on drugs and Many times, if when I was speaking at Juvenile Hall every Sunday and going in there on Monday nights to hang out with the kids, every once in a while I would ask them this question because they would be going to school in the hall to try to catch up. They're all Usually they're all behind, not all of them, but a lot of them. And they would say to me, uh, I'd say to them, how many of you are bored with school, that school bores you to death? 100% of the kids would raise their hand, pretty much. That's a bad sign, people. I don't care, oh, they're bad seed, oh, well, they're troubled kids. No, not really. They're, there's kids, when you, when they find their niche, like the boy that he's now a middle-aged guy, when I met him as a youngster, uh, he had a really rough up, up green, upbringing, but he is one bright guy. And he is highly talented and doing really well from sight. He's multi-talented guy. And just because he, he was kind of went through a bad thing, no dad involved, heroin addict mother, da 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 da. He had two set he had a set of grandparents that really loved him, cared for him, and and made a difference in his life. And eventually, once he got the anger out of his system, he he's a multi-talented super dude. And um the excuses of the public education system are just off the off the charts insane and wrong and i just and the amazing thing remember i told you that that the 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 criminals running our society are telegraphing every move they make the teachers union simply says the most bizarre wrong uh senseless crazy comments in answer to getting huge amounts of money and not being able to produce anything. 
a contractor would never get paid if he did a, he built a house like they're building a, an educated student. We'll be right back. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. A wave of domestic terrorism is being inflicted on pro-life organizations, pregnancy help centers, churches, and pro-life politicians. There was also an assassination attempt on a Supreme Court justice. It's all happening with a near blackout by major media outlets. This terrorism includes scores of attacks with firebombings, vandalism, vulgar and inappropriate disruptions during church services. The major media outlets of CBS, NBC, and ABC gave slightly over one minute combined. And the Department of Justice is ignoring the attacks in spite of pleas from Congress. Can you imagine the outrage by the media and Biden administration if these were attacks on pro-abortion related entities? It's never been about truth and justice when it comes to abortion, only advancing a radical agenda at any price. I want to show you something. Which is when we were on the border, I mentioned that there were these wristbands these colored wristbands, just laying on, the, laying on the ground, hundreds of them. So I just reached down and picked up one. This one's colored white, this one's green, this one's yellow, this one is white. These correspond to the thousands of dollars that illegal immigrants owed the cartels. This yellow one in particular is quite small. It's worn by a child. It's not cut the child's hand, she or he was small enough that their hand slipped out from under this. These are the incidents of human slavery. And Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are responsible for the worst plague of slavery in America since the Civil War. This child don't think of these as pieces of plastic. Think of these as leg irons worn by slaves because this is a little child who is starting life owing thousands of dollars to drug cartels and trapped in involuntary servitude. And I would encourage you, thank you for being here. I appreciate the reporters that are here. This is a story that needs to be told. The hell these children are living. Joe Biden could stop it. If you look at this chart, this was the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. This is not inevitable. This slavery, this suffering, this assault, this murder is not inevitable. It's the consequences of a political choice, and it's a political choice that is aided and abetted by media silence. I got a haircut this morning. CNN was on in the barbershop. I watched 30 minutes of stories on how it's hot in New York City today. And so people are going to the park and dancing in sprinklers. Okay, I get it's hot. I'm from Houston. It's hot. I get that. But perhaps the same amount of time they devote to the weather could be devoted 
to the human slavery that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have brought back to America. It's horrific and it's wrong. And the Democrats in the Senate don't give a damn about the people who are suffering. Thierry on Twitter wrote that everyone who touches Zelensky resigns, which is interesting. After failing the UK at every opportunity to serve globalist interests, Boris Johnson resigns as prime minister, to which the Russian Kremlin expressed good riddance. Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi, who helped deliver Italian weapons to Ukraine and rallied support for Ukraine's entry into the EU, announced his resignation. Last month, Estonian Prime Minister Kaja Kallas expelled the populist center-left center party, claiming that she needed to form a new government to support Ukraine in their war against Russia. And on Thursday, Kallas officially resigned as a formality to form a new government, which he has already reached a consensus between the center-right Reform Party, the Social Democrats, and the conservative Fatherland Party to form a new three-party government to support Ukraine. And Sri Lanka's president, Godabaya Rajapaksa, who supported the Ukraine despite sanctions crippling his own nation, emailed in his resignation after fleeing the country. Beyond resignations and beyond meet and greets with Ukraine's puppet president Zelensky, we have also just seen the assassination of popular anti-globalist leader Shinzo Abe, and the dramatic loss of confidence expressed by the people towards Macron, Trudeau, and Biden. What is happening here? On Celia Farber's The Truth Barrier, Catherine Austin Fitz explains that we are seeing a clean-out or political castration of leaders. Draghi, Johnson, Biden, Macron, Abe, their political capital is exhausted and or they will not push the next wave aggressively. Mr. Global is looking to bring in a whole new round of fresh, meaner leadership. The next wave is total collapse. And it's not easy to find people willing to be the fall guy for the destruction of a nation. It takes a special type of person which might explain why California Governor Gavin Newsom visited the White House right after Joe Biden was shuffled off to Israel to mumble about the Holocaust. Biden is even unsettling to the stupid, and this entire operation requires stupidity. So things are going to keep getting stranger, but it probably won't last much longer because the global financial reset is now imminent. Sri Lanka was just the beginning, and it looks like South Africa could be next, followed by everyone. The fiat fractional reserve banking scheme has been robbing the people blind for decades, but eventually all the money runs out, and the financial pundits are all saying it's this year. The dollar has just reached parity with the euro, and fudging the numbers will no longer work. They have only one solution left, and that's war. War has often been used to save failing fiat currencies. And having no other options, the psychotic bureaucrats in charge will go to war with Russia, which will only hasten the financial collapse of the West. 
If it comes to World War III, then it will be the final death blow, making way for a new system. Which means that unless you're holding on to real money, you will soon be broke. Because all that paper in our wallets and numbers on our screens is going to soon be worthless. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. All right, this is our last segment, and I want to mention, uh, as I've renamed Marysville, called Zombie, Zombie Town. I see elite universal security signs around that they're patrolling this piece of property, that piece of property, this business, that business. And I want to give them a shout out for doing a great job wherever they've been employed. But they are uh, the one of the premier security businesses in our area and in multiple counties through Northern California. They support what we're doing here on the radio and on the podcast. If you want to work with them, you can... Or, or you want them to work for you, either way. If you want to get a job, work part-time, maybe you're short of money because of the high cost right now, you can hook up with them at 530-749-0280. Again, if maybe, you're, uh, maybe you were in police work or any kind of military work. or it, Actually, maybe you don't know anything about it, but you'd like to work part-time. Maybe you're retired from something. I, I uh, ran into a friend who used to drive truck for Crystal Creamery. And he said, Lou, I retired. I said, oh, what are you doing here working for security company? He said, oh, my goodness. He said, I retired. I was, I was going nuts. So he's working part-time there. So also, I know that Thrifty Rooter and the plumbing doctor I'm going to talk about next are both looking for plumbers. And... Uh, Thrifty Rooter, I gave you their number, 530-673-8201. And uh, they also have the tanker truck drivers that pump out stuff. That, so it's not everybody's plumbing over there at Thrifty Rooter. But give them a shot and, and shout, and they'll explain it to you. But Elite Universal Security, they do all kinds of security, government security, residential businesses, farms, all, all kinds of things. So you can get trained with them, some online. They train also at 5548 Feather River Boulevard, just outside the city of Marysville. But you can, doesn't matter what county you're in, they may be there doing a job and you, they need you just to work in your own town. You don't need to come here to work. So they also do CCW permits, teach people how to shoot, how to use chemicals, all kinds of things. They will help you to uh, handle a weapon, which is a, is a good skill to have. Okay, so uh, check out Elite Universal Security, and uh, you'll make them happy if you want to go to work for them, or you can, they can help you keep your property your property. Uh, let's see, what else did I want to tell you? Uh, well, let me just mention Plumbing Doctors, another plumbing company, Ted Holmes. He's helping us run the project over here at uh, E Street, where we're going to house students that are going to be trained for leadership and missions. Uh, plumbing doctor is, does all all types of plumbing. You can look at, uh, give a shout at 
plumbing doctor at 530-671-9111. They can fix whatever ails you in the plumbing department, and they also respond around the clock and every day of the week. Um, there was something else I was going to tell you, and I just is slipping my mind right now. So that's the groups that to help us uh, pay the bills around here. And uh, so they tell me that mentioning their name and what they're up to on this show gets them business. So that makes me happy right there. It just makes me happy. I'm going to go down here and, uh, you know, there was a time when I just thought vaccinations were safe and such a wonderful thing. And I thought I kind of had a concept of what the vaccination was. In other words, they inject a little bit of the bug that you want to avoid in your system so you build up antibodies to that a little dose. And then when, when the real thing comes after you, your system recognizes it and fights it off. Does that, is that kind of what you remembered as the vaccines? And I, I don't remember getting vaccinated because I was probably too young. But I remember the polio gig. And they lined us all up. And they gave us sugar cubes, uh, which um, had the it had the chemical in it, right? It had the chemicals that supposedly would prevent you from getting polio. So this comes right from the uh, it says shocking statistics reveal the four most dangerous vaccines ever created. Okay. This should really get your attention. Uh, there's, this was from Natural News. It says, speak even one sentence about vaccine-induced injuries, and most allopathic believers will dismiss your conspiracy theory immediately. These same folks will complain and confess all their health problems to you and talk about autistic children, kids with severe allergies, and unexplainable immune system disorders, but... They won't talk about the deadly toxins and vaccines for even one minute. Why is that? For 60 years, the CDC has propagated vaccines as the holy grail of medicine. Like a magic pill that keeps everyone from dying of scary infectious diseases that nothing else on earth can save anyone from. Yet, billions of people in this world survive without having any vaccines at all their entire lives. And on average, these folks are much healthier than the fully vaccinated droids and zombies who seem to be fighting mysterious disorders the rest of their lives. Did you know that children are not born with autism? The spectrum develops as children get more and more vaccines from birth to six. When more than 60 toxic injections are shot into their blood, containing everything from abortion cells to genetically modified viruses and bacteria, not to mention latex, peanut oil, dairy, MSG, formaldehyde, and infected African green monkey kidney cells. Did you know that was in any of those vaccines? Holy mackerel, we are so trusting. Blind, it's called blind faith. There used to be a rock, rock group named after that. If you or a loved one are suffering from CNS disorders, digestive disorders, or learning disabilities, it's time to investigate the most dangerous vaccines. Got health problems, the medical doctors and pediatricians 
just can't seem to solve by slinging those drugs to you? Most likely it's a VTS, vaccine toxin syndrome. The more vaccines you get, the worse the problem becomes. And there's nary a doctor who can can or will point the finger at the cause, even though most severe food allergies directly coincide with the ingredients of many vaccines. I had the most horrible allergies so bad I would get asthmatic when I was a kid, and I know that they were from them jabs back then. What's worse, he says, is that the COVID vaccines aren't even vaccines at all. They are spike protein injections or clot shots that clock the bl- clot the clog the blood and exacerbate current health issues, including severe or central nervous system disorders, heartbeat irregularities called myocarditis, cognitive function and motor skills. And that's why the most dangerous vaccines on the planet are the COVID vaccine vaccine boosters and vaccines because they're not even really vaccines at all. But every person who gets them thinks they are. So here they come the shocking statistics that reveal the four most dangerous vaccines ever created. So I'm going to read them to you, and then I'm going to go back and talk about them because there's a lot said about them. Number one is COVID, COVID COVID-19 vaccine. Number two is MMR. A lot of times people only know it as MMR, but it's called measles, mumps, and rubella. That's number two of dangerous vaccines. Number three is polio vaccine. And number four is rotavirus vaccine. So this is so gnarly. This is, is uh, bad, super bad. But you never hear it in the media. So it, what you, it's amazing. If you just hear it through some art- alternative source like that, you, you discount it as not truth because you haven't heard it on MSNBC or, or Fox or ABC or all CBS. The mRNA technology or the spike proteins that mutate your cells into creating them. Nobody has been injected with billions of these and knows a lick about real science behind it or the injury or fatality statistics, or they would never have got them in the first place. The Fauci flu jabs are 300 times deadlier than all the FDA-approved vaccines ever manufactured and distributed. That means if you added up all the risks to every single vaccine created, this one jab that you're getting now is 300 times deadlier. That means you could add, add up all the injuries and deaths that were induced by the 70 vaccines invented and approved by FDA over the past decades, and no jab comes close to what's happening now. According to VAERS, VAERS is a uh, uh, government-funded and mandated uh, reporting system. I think it was 1987 or so when your your Congress people decided to give immunity to the pharmaceutical companies. But in the meantime, they said, hey, we want a reporting system if there's any – we need to know if there's problems with your vaccines and we need to stop them. So VAERS, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, they reported there's 12,000 vaccine-induced deaths have already been reported in the U.S. Now, let me give you a perspective. Doctors think that only about 1% of the adverse events are ever reported to 
bears. So that means there's probably, what, 100 times more than that, like 1.2 million. That system lags. So anyway, uh, these, they say, the only rep, this only represents a fraction of the actual cases since most people don't even believe it was the vi- vaccine toxins, na- namely billions of virus-mimicking spike proteins that sent their loved ones to the hospital in early grave. MMR. One side effect that's listed on the measles vaccine warning, inserts, insert, let you know that the jab itself can cause a fever so high the victim can experience a seizure. This is what it says in the, the documents. This happens to every, one every 3,000 people. Plus, the link between MMR jab was revealed by the head scientist at the CDC himself, William Thompson. Why is MMR so toxic? It consists, it contains bovine cow serum that's extracted from cow skin and when injected causes connective tissue disorders arthritis and lupus you think oh how did you get arthritis oh i must have inherited it how about lupus i never even heard of lupus when i was a kid also it causes shortness of breath low blood pressure chest pain skin reactions The MMR jab also contains recombinant human albumin and WI-38 human diploid lung fibroblasts, which is the protein portion of blood from pooled human venous plasma. And when injected, causes fever, chills, hives, rash, headache, nausea, breathing difficulty, and a rapid heart rate. Everything that these these injections can give you everything that measles gives you. Number three, polio. The guy says, if every American knew that up to 98 million Americans were exposed to hidden cancer viruses when they got injected with the polio vaccine, how many would still believe vaccines are the holy grail of modern medicine? If every American knew that the oral polio, I took the oral one, that the oral polio vaccines increased polio cases of paralysis for children, how many would still believe in the safety and efficacy of the jabs? The oral actually creates paralysis in kids and kills them. That's happening all over India and Africa, and they're suing Bill Gates over it. The IPV, or the inactivated polio vaccine, developed by Jonas Salk. You remember him? We learned about him in school. Jonas Salk equals polio vaccine. They use dead cells of poliomyelitis, whereas the OPV, the oral polio vaccine, developed by Albert Sabin, Runs the virus through multiple animals in order to weaken the strain, but but that doesn't kill it. So kids who are already struggling with compromised immune system from all the other jabs can't effectively fight off the weakened live virus, and they end up shedding it to others. Oh, you heard that term shedding? You you understand that COVID nineteen is shed from people that took the shot. To people that didn't want anything to do with the shot. They shed it. This obliterates the old herd theory and actually helps spread polio rather than prevent it. Rotovirus vaccine, the last one. The Rototech 
rotavirus vaccine contains a deadly porcine or pig virus that has no business being in any medicine anywhere, ever. Yet it's inside the vaccine given to very young children twice. It's so deadly it can cause child's intestines to tangle. It's called interintussusception. And it can, they can coil up into themselves like a telescope. This can kill a child. The inventor of the jab, Paul Offit, pocketed millions of pharma dollars from the dirty jab. The irony of it all is that the vaccine supposedly protect, protects against rotavirus infection that causes fever, vomiting, diarrhea, leading to loss of body fluids, dehydration, hospitalization, and death. But the vaccine itself commonly causes the same symptoms. Go figure. So if you want to learn more about this, you can go to vaccine, vaccine, vaccines.news. Okay? So I want to go back over here. I told you about this. Uh, if you're from Northern California, August 25th, Glad Tidings will be hosting a Constitution class. It's a six-week course in two parts, Thursdays, 6 to, 6.30 to 8.30. And it gives dates, August 25th, September 1, September 8, September 22, October 13th, and October 20. Then there's a Constitution class part two. It's a six-week course in the spring. And uh, it says check out this website and watch for registration details and flyers to spread out to our community. Now, maybe this isn't Chris Ann Hall because it, it sends you to theamericanview.com, theamericanview.com. I'm surprised. I thought they were going to go with Chris Ann Hall, but I, I know the Macaulays, and I play their clips here. So you can go to theamericanview.com. If you want to find out more about the class and attend the class, I'm sure there's going to be a charge. Uh, it, there, there aren't always charges, but I think on this, because we didn't create the course, we're just using the course. Call Glad Tidings at 530-671-3160. Or you can go on the churchofgladtidings.com website and look for events, and, and it'll probably be posted there because it's coming right up. It's August 25th. That's just about a month away. So go to events at churchofgladtidings.com, and it'll tell you how to register, and then uh, you can go to the American View Dot com. Again, that's the Macaulay family, and uh, it, it it should be good, but it isn't. Uh, I thought it was going to be Chris Ann Hall. But you could also do Chris Ann Hall's online, or you can also do uh, uh, you can also do Hillsdale College. So. So this is a little write-up on the Institute on the Constitution. It says uh, their mission is to restore the constitutional republic through grassroots education. Re register for Institute on the Constitution's free online constitution course. So they got a free course. Uh, but this, uh, this is a little bit different than what I was just telling you at Glad Tidings, where it's going to be a sit-down. So they'll probably play a video, and then there'll be a course book to go through. Uh, so... 
Macaulay's been in town, uh, spoken a number of times. So has Chris Ann Hall. So I, I just encourage you to get involved with that. I think you'll love it. So we're coming up on the end of our show. And uh, thank you for listening. If you, I I've always fail to mis- mention this, but I, I think over at uh, nohostageradio.com, there'll be a listing of the, uh, some of the websites that I get that uh, I use information from familiar websites that, that you can get to and find out things. So take advantage of that. If you wish, you can go nose around over there and, and uh, everything on the website, anything I do is free. So never have to worry about paying for it or whatever. Just hang out as much as you want, do what you want. There's never a subscription fee or fees of any kind. So thanks for listening. And uh, we'll be back Lord willing next week. trees of green red roses too I see them bloom for me and you and I think to myself what a wonderful world I see skies are blue The bright blessed day and the dark sacred night And I think to myself